Hello everyone, Patreon, loves of my life, new fans, old fans, anybody who has access to this, hello! And thank you for listening to And What Did We Learn bonus content. Um, today what I have for you is another episode of My Strange Addiction. <clears throat> this one is focusing on a, a person who is compulsively picking their ears and yeah, let your imagination take it where it's going to take you because it is what it sounds like. Um, and somebody who eats nail polish. Um, so it ought to be a doozy. So what we're going to do, I'm going to discuss and then I'm going to kind of let the clips be my conversation partner, if that makes any sense. Um, so we're going to go clip talk, clip talk, click, click, clip talk, clip talk, clip talk, if that's all right with use. All right. Sorry. I'm losing it, you guys. Um, I think today is day officially day 21 since I've been exposed, since my um, exposure to COVID. So that means it's like day 18 of recovery. I'm not in isolation anymore, but I do isolate still most of the time because like, hello, it's COVID. Um, but also I just, I don't want to take any chances. Um, so we're waiting on Kyla. We're waiting on Kyler's test to make sure we're in the clear because I don't know if I mentioned this, but superhero over here who shares a studio apartment with me did not get COVID, at least not as, as far as we know. So he had to take another backup test five days after um, my official end of, of isolation, which he did. So we're just waiting for the results. He hasn't shown any symptoms at any point. Um, we might start studying him for science. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we got to wait for that before we get the go ahead to really do anything. Um, meaning like going to see my family and his family that we haven't seen in forever, it feels like. Uh, yeah. So in the meantime, here I am um, just working on this little video conversation for y'all. So uh, hopefully none of this will be choppy. I'm working really hard on the technical difficulties aspect of it all. So thank you everybody for being patient with me um, in regards to that. Sound should be good. Um, yeah, but again, always, always open to commentary as long as you're nice to me. You can, you can criticize, just be nice. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Well, I, so I guess without further ado, Let's play just the beginning little blip of this episode, and then um, we can talk a little bit about after that. So here we go. I'm addicted to drinking nail polish. It's kind of slimy. It runs your throat, but it feels good. I've been drinking nail polish for the past five years. What? I think she's crazy. It's dangerous. Give me the polish, Bertha. No. I just want to feel your liver here. If Bertha doesn't stop this addiction, it could kill her. I'm totally addicted to digging in my ears. Just this little bit of footage is horrifying to me. immense satisfaction from finding anything. Sometimes I'll use like scissors or nail clippers. Seriously? Anything sharp and thin. I am worried that you will have progressive hearing loss. I couldn't think of not doing it. I don't even know where you get tweezers that look like that. Um, I will post photos or clips for those of you tuning in. Okay, so what we hear from Bertha after this is that she is, you know, obviously it's a compulsion 
um, to, to consume this nail polish and we're getting lots of footage watching her eat all kinds of different colors glitter some of it maybe smell and taste based but it seems to be very associative you know like maybe the nail salon was a really happy place for her uh excuse me and she didn't have that in her life or who knows you know she wanted to have to consume what made her feel happy um which is not i mean that's why the show exists that's that's a thing that can happen you know it's abnormal but it happens uh, and so she's saying, you know, sometimes I'll lick it. Sometimes I'll lick it off my finger. Sometimes I'll just like chug a bottle, which is sort of like, I mean, that's a lot of money, I must assume, because even if you're getting like the 99 cent polish, which it doesn't seem like she is, she's like shopping for polish. Like, you know, she has her faves. I, some are cheaper than others, I'm sure. Um, and it's not like that replaces your food. Like she's still eating food. So basically she's going out and it says, um, Bertha drinks nearly 18 ounces of nail polish a week. I got to imagine a bottle of nail polish. I mean, is that even an ounce? Let me look. Um, no, no, it's not. It's like half an ounce. Um, let me see this. The light in here is like, there's like no light in here. Yeah. It's like half an ounce if that. So she's having so she's having 36 bottles of nail polish per week at least um so that's you know what's like 36 times five you guys do the math like that's a shitload of money every week for yeah for what it is uh and for how little it is i mean it's just because nail obviously nail polish is not food so there's not really it's not comparable Whew, yeah so anyway it says um that's more than 4,600 ounces in the last five years. Wow, which times that by two. And that's basically how many bottles in the last five years. So that's wild. That's almost like um, 10,000. 10, it's um, maybe not. I could be crazy. You guys don't. I don't know. I'm not a math whiz, <laughs> clearly. Um, so yeah, this is really problematic. And then we kind of get a clip of her mom saying, you know, wow, um, this is really fucking dangerous. Like what, what are we gonna do? Um, and so let's check in the little clippy here. When I drink the nail polish, it's kind of slimy. It runs your throat, your stomach, but it feels good at the same time. Bertha keeps about 50 bottles of nail polish stashed throughout her house and spends about $75 a week on her addiction. Okay, there you go. It adds up, baby. Polish, I go crazy. I try it one whole day. I couldn't. She would do anything to get nail polish. She'll steal. She'll take my polish, her sister's polish, anything. So it says nail polish contains chemicals also used in embalming, plastics, and explosives. They can I cause. I think I'll get sick. They can cause reproductive issues or cancer. Um, here we go. Or neurological damage. And here she is saying. I don't think I'll get sick. I never felt like throwing up when I drank nail polish. One year ago, Bertha suffered a miscarriage Oof. and her addiction spiraled out of control. I had drank five bottles in one sitting. I was really depressed. 
I think my addiction is helping me go through life and maybe taking my pain off. Here's what I have to point out. I, it might be a language barrier. I think it's a language barrier that makes her seem like she's just now considering why she might be doing this. I think she's just thinking about her words. But unfortunately, the way it's edited and produced, it makes it seem like she's like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'm in sad or something. But no, I'm, I'm quite certain she's just searching for her words, which I can't imagine being interviewed in another language because I'm not fluent in another language. So before you judge people by that, think about it. Um, yeah, so I would have to imagine that the the miscarriage i mean i know it propelled the addiction further but i i would think very much that drinking nail polish could likely have a big part in that you know it's same as drinking alcohol perhaps i, I mean i don't know i i know it doesn't make you drunk like alcohol but it's poison in your body i mean it embalming fluids i mean are you embalming yourself like that sounds like Whew, it's intense. And I'm not, again, I'm not judging. It's like this, it's like with kids, you know, the Tide Pods and shit. It's like something looks so innocuous. And if you're naive enough, or if you're just stuck in an addiction, you can really, really justify stuff to yourself that you wouldn't normally, which is scary, but it's how these things happen. So one aspect, of course, to all this is how, how relationships are affected. Um, and, you know, some addictions more than others, some episodes more than others. It depends on a lot of factors, you know, but we do get a pretty um, clear perspective from uh, from mom here. And she's like, I am absolutely not OK with this. I know she's going to die. Like, I feel that she's going to die. Um, so we kind of here's our um, witnessing there confrontation a confrontation that they have which seems like it probably happens a lot but things come to a head you're on camera you're being interviewed about this you're told about the real numbers and yeah again things come to a head so here we go i'm very concerned for bertha because i believe i'm gonna find her dead one day because of the nail polish give me the polish bertha no i'm throwing it away bertha bertha stop give me the nail no. polish you have to stop she doesn't care if it hurts her or not, and I don't know what else to do. She needs to get help. I feel ashamed of myself. Her mom seems so young. I'm crazy. It is. But it makes you wonder what her upbringing so was like. Could have been really challenging. I'm Oh, her blue lips. Okay, so um, we're gonna pause from there because we're gonna switch over storylines because I'm doing this in a linear fashion, <laughs> we are kind of going back and forth between people, but I'm okay with that. I think, I think it's fun to experience something in the moment uh, and to share it with others. Um, I obviously have seen this episode before, but I like going through it with you guys. I like, uh, I don't know, just having more, like I said, to bounce off of besides just my own memory and my notes, you know, it's like, I can't experience it from different perspectives, but if I watch it while I'm talking, you know, I can come up with more thoughts and perhaps fill in that void that another person would fill. So that's kind of where I'm going with this. Again, give me your feedback. Um, on the main feed, I actually am going to have Justine uh, do another one of these episodes with me uh, for this upcoming Saturday. So I'm really pumped about that um, on Saturday. So it'll be out Saturday evening. 
Um, but for now, we're kind of just messing around with the format, which I don't hate, actually. This is really nice. I'm like in my closet. I did what I realized I've done my whole life where I like to camp out somewhere where I'm like hidden and safe. And I like to have like everything I might need. Obviously now it's like my phone and my candles and my drinks and my, whether they're not just necessarily alcoholic drinks, but just things to drink, things to eat, my book, my, you know, my workbook, my everything, my computer, obviously. Um, so I'm kind of just like safe and comfy and I don't have to get up unless I really need to, which is usually just to pee. Um, <laughs> and I used to do this. This has always been a calming mechanism of mine. Um, mechanism of mine I guess it's my strange addiction is being in the in a closet <laughs> no joke I used to do this at home too of course my closet didn't have at my childhood home didn't have a door so I would hang up like you know my funky caftans or whatever like hippie stuff I had in my room because I was a hip I liked hippie stuff or like beaded curtains definitely had those for a time um but even then when I was younger, it was like the playhouse outside and stuff like that. I don't know. I just really liked making shelters that weren't like, I would love a bomb. I would love to build a bomb shelter, even if I wasn't afraid of a bomb. I just think that would be really like niche for me. Um, so anyway, we're going to take a quick break here. And then after the break, we are going to move on and talk about, uh, I think, our other person, the ear picker. So stay tuned. Okay, ladies and gents, we are back. Um, <clears throat> and we are going to get a little clippy. Things are going to get juicy here. So we're going to get a clip uh, about Jamie, who's 32. Uh, and I believe she's in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so like I mentioned, since we are doing this episode linearly, I will be showing the clips uh, in order of how they air. Um, but my thoughts <laughs> may not be linear, so we'll see. Um, so what we know about Jamie is she's 32. Um, she started picking her ears. Well, this is quite wild. Um, 23 years ago, so when she was nine, a flower got lodged in her ear, which sounds insane. But I mean, honestly, like a lot of children, that just happens. Not a lot, but it's it happens that children will stick things really far up their nose, really far in their ear. And parents might not know that there's an issue until a, lot, a while, quite a while later, till things start hurting. Um, so 23 years ago, somehow they didn't explain, but um, this flower got lodged in her ear and then it was removed. Thank God. Um, but clearly this caused some, <clears throat> some trauma. Uh, and I, I know I, I don't think I'm using that word lightly because I think because it's stuck with her for 23 years and she still increasingly feels like there are things in her ear that she has to get out. I'm going to go ahead and say that's fear. <laughs> it's a fear-based response. So clearly she felt unsafe when something was in her ear at nine. It was really formative. Um, yeah, I guess before I play this, all I want to say is, guys, she's literally always digging in her ears if she's awake. And I'm not judging her. I'm just saying that's how, like, I'm not judging because nobody would do that unless they were driven by obsessive compulsive disorder or something similar. And and I just can't imagine having experienced so many of my own issues like this just screams like so much 
angst and pain and maintenance and like it's oh gosh okay so anyway without further ado here we go let's let's hear some from jamie I'm sorry, not Fort Lauderdale, Jacksonville, Florida. My name is Jamie, Florida. I'm 32, and I'm totally addicted to digging in my ears. Guys, I wish you could see these scissors. They're fucking huge. I just get like an immense satisfaction from finding anything. Even though it hurts, I thoroughly enjoy it. <laughs> Jamie's addiction began 23 years ago when a flower became lodged deep in her ear canal. The flower was eventually removed. But Jamie kept digging, convinced something was left behind. Still feels like there's something in there. And I know it's not, but it just feels that way. Now Jamie's obsession causes constant infections, scabbing and bleeding deep in her ear canal. I dig in my ears, you know, pretty much while I'm doing everything, walking my dog, shopping, cleaning. <laughs> there's cleaning, a guy in the grocery store that just looks at her like, like if I'm what? running errands, I'll pull out my little kit and go to She's work. She's digging in her ear. It's just unhygienic and, you know, I can understand him thinking that. Um, yeah, so they add up the hours, more than 4,300 hours per week. I have lots of things I used to dig in my Wait, ears. no, that can't There's be right. Year, little month, year, sorry, more than 4,300 hours every year. I have lots of things I used to dig in my ears. There's little scissors medium scissors the big guns huge scissors i have nail files in there horrifying cuticle cutter bobby pins it's all kinds of stuff i'll start off with one tool and if that's not working i'll switch to the next one and so on i will dig until like i am ripping skin off like pieces of skin and whenever something comes out i get a satisfaction it's like an adrenaline rush all right um well, I don't feel well, <laughs> um, but again, that's, that is not meant to be judgment. I mean, it's really, she's driven to hurt herself. This is horrible. I mean, this poor thing, I feel really, really bad for her. I'm also noticed that like, and this isn't a judgment again, but she seems um, older than 32. She just seems very stressed. I wonder if she doesn't eat enough. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of questions here um, that we will, that we can explore. Well, I just went, realized that the fan was on in the bathroom, went to turn it off and then came back and smashed myself in the head with my headphones, but not after the candles set off the fire alarm. So it's been a special moment um, brought to you by me. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, obviously we're getting the gist. Um, you know, Jamie, she's got a lot going on and she's really, really hurting herself. Um, risking her safety. Then we get to a point where, um, you know, we find out like her wedding's on hold because of this. So I would love to play a little clip here. Let's just one moment while I cue this. All right, here we go. This is going to give us a little, a little insight into her relationship and then also, um, her opening up to a friend uh and then we're you know eventually we're gonna make our way back to bertha but for now let's check in and see how this ear digging which again is the epitome of uh, compulsive behavior that's deeply rooted isn't the only wow 
sorry, I hit play before I meant to, um, are playing a role in Jamie's life and her relationships. Her fiance has even put their wedding on hold because of her ear digging. He definitely is aggravated and fed up, you know, it could be the end of our relationship. I want you to get a control of your behavior and so we can move forward. Any ultimatums I give you are really going to matter, whether you really want to do it or not. Yeah, I know. Sorry, interrupting myself here. As Justine would say, Buddy's not a jerk. Like, he's just, he's just realistic. Here we go. The way I am currently. I kind of never really realized how much it actually affected my life and my loved ones. It makes me feel awful and guilty. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, but I want you to get healthy. Jamie's fiance is the only person who knows the extent of her addiction. I'm not really in contact with my friends as much because I don't really want them to know how bad it's gotten. I'm at a crossroads with it. I hate it and I really want to stop. But then on the other hand, I couldn't think of not doing it. So here she goes to meet a friend. Coming up. Sorry. So she's about to go meet a friend about this issue. Um, but we're going to swing back to Bertha because Bertha has a confession for her mom. Um, I am not planning to spoil anything, but I do want to say that, oh gosh, Bertha's story really um, comes full circle and it really touches me. And I... You know, I just, I don't know if it's because she kind of reminds me of somebody or what, but I have a strong, strong um, compassion for Bertha, the nail polish eater in this episode. Not that that's how she should be defined. Um, but to, yeah, to close out on Jamie for the moment, it is hard to imagine, and this is where my mind gets stuck, it's hard to imagine being 32, having a habit for 23 years, and somewhat having, quote unquote, had a handle on it up until now. Um, even for me, as someone who's <laughs> had more than one um, psychological issue and or addiction or whatever you want to call it, you know, with the eating disorders and the anxiety and the PTSD. But it's true, like you can get numb to your own pain and your own <clears throat> grueling way of getting through life and then suddenly when you show it to other people or other people witness it you realize how monumentally dysfunctional things are and it's not because it's your fault necessarily it's much much of the time it's been done to you by the powers that be you know because that's how your brain chose to cope um I never come at anything from a place of blame unless like you're like a blatant asshole which none of these people are um but i will say that it definitely feels that for jamie she's been a little bit uh cocooned and probably as her life has progressed so as her habit and those things are in direct opposition to one another right because she wants to be married she wants to be successful but those things are scary for somebody who has been holding on to this fundamentally like a childhood behavior um, on a basis of fear, not a basis of like need. So, you know, your fear doesn't just go away. You have to deal with that. You have to go to therapy. Um, so her, you know, her interests are, are conflicting with one another, wanting to be married, wanting to be an adult, but also wanting to hold on to this, whatever you want to call it, blankie of a behavior. Um, okay. So we are 
going to switch over to Bertha. Um, this isn't a big bombshell here. This is just a confrontation that she has with her mom. Um, Bertha, who is only 23, by the way, has been drinking nail polish since she was 18. Um, her miscarriage was at 22 or 21. Uh, let's just follow this through. It's going to be painful, but I promise you there's kind of a great moment for Bertha coming up. And I I just really find that the clips are valuable. So let's let's do it. Let's do this. Bertha's mother finds out the full extent of her addiction. I've been drinking nail polish for the past five years. What? And Jamie comes clean to a friend. I take the sharp edge and just like scrape it around oh. the whole inside of my ear. Sorry, I didn't mean to make you listen to the coming up, but that's a preview for y'all. <laughs> 23 year old Bertha. Oh, Bertha's in Alabama, by the way. nail polish for five years and has consumed about 36 gallons since her obsession began. One year ago, she suffered a miscarriage and her obsession escalated. Bertha's mother, Sunshine, has only known about her addiction for six months and desperately wants her to quit. You know that's harming yourself, right? Nail polish has a lot of chemicals. But that's what I like to do. It's like a person doing drugs. They need it. That's the same thing that I feel. Well, somebody's gonna have to stop because I'm not. Can I just say how sad it is that this poor girl is trying to justify her behavior by being like, you know how everyone does drugs and just trying to do that. Like, oh, this poor thing. Okay, anyway, not that she's helpless. I'm just saying it's rough. It's rough. It's rough stuff. Dealing with this nail polish. I'm tired of nail polish. I think it's too late because I've been drinking nail polish for a long time. I think So it wasn't the first time when me and your sister caught you? No. Mm. I've been drinking nail polish for the past five years. What? I've been drinking nail polish for the past five years. How much polish were you drinking while you were pregnant? Maybe two bottles, two bottles and a half a day. You could have been the cause of losing the baby. Maybe you caused it, Bertha, with the nail polish. Maybe you did it. Have you ever thought about maybe? Maybe I done it. Maybe... I'm going to stop it here. I just got to say I have a big problem with Bertha's mom. Um, Bertha's mom's sunshine, who is anything but a ray of sunshine. She's very young. I feel that her main interest is judging because it's easier to judge than to think, hey, maybe I had something to do with this. And now she's like, ah, yep, you killed the baby. Now that's off my, my list. Like she's just interested in like, okay, who can we blame? which is a human instinct. I get that, but I feel so sad for Bertha because clearly this came from somewhere else and she's struggling and she knows her mom's not going to understand. Clearly, that's why she never talked to her about it. And the second she does, her mom's like, oh, really? You have this problem? Guess that's what killed your baby. Like, we get it, sunshine. But that's just cruel. And the face, the look on her face, I swear I'll, I'll post a screenshot. The look on her face is just like, got you bitch like I just feel so bad for Bertha okay all right um yeah I can't let's just finish this out but um I can't blame Bertha for anything she says here I hurt myself causing my miscarriage but I'm still not stopping from drinking that polish 
it kind of broke my heart when she said that. I don't even know why she brought it up. But at the same time, I don't have no words. We need to get you to a doctor. I will probably accept I might need help, but I'm not gonna guarantee you that I will stop drinking my nail polish. I believe that the chemicals that are in nail polish, they're gonna kill her. I feel very sad because I don't know what can make her stop. Hey, beautiful people. My audio from here got cut, so I'm pretty sure all I said was I am skeptical of this mom. I know I've already said that, um, of Sunshine. I have a hard time with her wording and her attitude. Um, <clears throat> she's re really not interested, it seems, in supporting here. It's more that she's just like, oh, okay, now we know whose fault it is, now we know who's to blame. And I guess it's not fair, but based on... None of it's fair. Nothing you base on reality TV is fair as an assumption, but based on her statements that she has to, chose to make, I just feel like I'm so sad for her. Seems like you're just accepting like, oh, well, she's fucked. Like, it doesn't seem like I'm sad or I miss her. I'm sorry. or I'm worried. That's all. 32-year-old Jamie has been addicted to digging in her ears for 23 years. Her obsession has gotten so out of control her fiance has even put their wedding on hold until she quits. I feel bad. I feel like I'm you know, giving you an ultimatum and stressing you out, but that's why I get better. Yeah, I know. No one besides Jamie's fiance knows the extent of her addiction. Today, she wants to come clean to her good friend Cheyenne to start to get help. So, what's been going on recently? Um, well, you know, my fiance. Yes. He kind of gave me an ultimatum. He's not too happy about just some of my behaviors that I have. You know, I'm like, a little, oh. I don't know if you've ever, you've probably seen me do this. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, sometimes She's I'll hiding her hand. Serious? This one little thing. Sorry, when she says, you've probably seen me do this, she's like kind of shielding her ear and her hand with her hair as though she was hiding a, as though she were hiding a, an earbud or a phone call um, but clearly she's mimicking like picking her ear trying to hide that she's picking her ear anything sharp and thin this one little thing I take the sharp edge and just like scrape it around oh. the whole inside of my ear to get like all the skin off can I see that? Yeah, it's actually really, really sharp. This could really hurt you. Have you noticed that there's been more problems recently since you've been using this? Yeah, I'd have to say I've had more like problems with my ears than ever in my life. She has a lot on the line by just digging at her ear and I don't think it's worth it. I'm worried for you because yeah. you're going to lose your hearing you're just gonna keep getting infections. You don't know what else the infections could cause. She seemed really concerned and it's kind of sad that I haven't been that concerned about me. I'm afraid to find out what's going on in there. I really am, but it's something that needs to be done. Right, so, um, I mean, of course it's not worth the risk, like worth what? That there's no, there's really no gain here. Um, and it's, I don't say that as a judgment. I just, it's just maybe not the most helpful statement.
but it's true. It's not worth it. Um, and so obviously we know that uh, Jamie is struggling. Um, sorry, I just had like an issue where I rearranged some candles in, this, in here. So if I'm shuffling around, please forgive me. Uh, but yeah, I mean, absolutely. Jamie, uh, Jamie's been removed. She's She's just been doing this for so long and she's okay up to this point that it, you know, anytime you do something dangerous enough times and it doesn't cause permanent damage, you start to believe, at least part of you starts to believe like, I'm invincible, I'm fine. Like I am the one person this won't affect. Um, and that's just a principle of behavior, like, and that sucks. But uh, so that's why they, that's why we all need outside input, not just medical input, but outside input. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, like reasoning. Um, I mean, again, Jamie's is pretty simple. It's a compulsion that started, not simple, like the problem's not simple, but the compulsion started when she was young. We don't know anything else. So that's all we know of the origin. Um, but it makes sense. You know, everybody is different. Everybody reacts to something differently. And like, if that traumatized you as a child, which it clearly did, and you don't get treatment, yeah, it's going to keep fucking, it's going to keep fucking with you, you know? Um, so I think what we're going to play next, uh, we're going to end up going back to Bertha. Um, and we're going to have a pretty big moment with Bertha. I hope you guys don't mind if I spend, you know, a few minutes on her just because I would really like to give credence to what happens when she sees her doctor but you know what i'm wrong that's coming up later because first we're actually going to see um jamie see the ear doctor uh, and then we will see i'm just so excited to see bertha's big moment <laughs> okay so what we're going to watch or listen to right now is uh basically the visit that jamie has with the ear doctor which i think the most impact it has is giving like she jamie can actually see from the camera what the inside of her ear canal looks like uh and it seems impactful so i would love to check that out let's do it here we go took me a moment my apologies but here we are 32 year old jamie has been addicted to digging in her ears for 23 years but Jamie's good friend is worried her addiction could damage her hearing and convince Jamie to see a doctor. So tell me, what brings you in today? Um, I've been having some troubles with my ear. Um, I've been digging in them for probably about 20-something years. Okay. Put objects in there. Um, I've gotten a lot of infections. I think I may even have punctured my eardrum a few times. Do you have any drainage coming out of the ear? Something like like a, a clear liquid will kind of be inside of it, like leaking out. Okay. I would like to take a look so we can have a visual of what is happening. Now, there's the ear canal. Okay. And what I'm noticing here is a, an area where it clearly has been picked at right there. Oh, yeah, you it see looks that like spot? a big chunk of skin missing. So here also is more swelling and redness. Oh, yeah, wow. That's disgusting. We're gonna go in a little further. And this is the ear drum there. There's no fluid behind the eardrum. There's no infection of the eardrum. Very normal. 
I was actually surprised to find an intact eardrum without a perforation, without infection. However, if she continues this behavior, there is a possibility of hearing loss and further infections. We were very fortunate. It could have been much worse than it actually is. But I am worried that you will have progressive hearing loss, perforate your eardrums, perhaps even require surgery. So no matter how much you want to pick it, leave it alone so the area can heal. Right. So I do suggest that you see a psychologist so that they can help the emotional part of this. Yeah, I agree. I'm concerned. Some of the things they told me, surgery, deafness, you know, they're pretty scary words. I need to start taking better care of myself. And so the therapy is definitely the way to go. Okay, so I just want to say I'm really impacted here because most people on this show would take that, I don't see fluid behind the ear, I don't see an infection as, oh, I'm fine. Hey guys, I'm fine. Like, and I'm, again, I get that because I've been in that denial space, but power power and kudos to Jamie who is just kind of like scared sh straight and she's like wow it's bad enough seeing the damage like I know that my ears shouldn't look like that and she's like why wouldn't I go to therapy so good for her like no expectations of perfection for you babe but like good for you I'm impressed by that uh so what I do want to do now is gosh I want to I want to feature um this breakthrough that Bertha has. Um, so let's do that. I'm going to find the clip and then we're going to, we're going to listen to it and to it, we're going to listen to it and then we'll talk about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're here in Florence, Alabama to see a pretty, pretty big breakthrough for Bertha. So let's watch it. 23 year old Bertha has been addicted to drinking nail polish since she was 18 and consumes up to five bottles a day. Can a doctor get to the root of the problem and convince Bertha to quit before it's too late? Sometimes people turn to alcohol, or in your case, nail polish, or in other people's case, drugs, because temporarily it makes them feel good. When you started using the nail polish, were you under a lot of stress? I Did was you... under normal stress. Okay, there was, have you ever uh, been a victim of abuse? Physical, sexual, or verbal abuse? When I was 12 years old, I was molested. Guys, this and scene is so fucking it genuine. It's not the same me. And the doctor is so caring. I'm sorry to pause. I just, I need, I just need to express how clear it is that this doctor gives a shit and how clear it is that she's really unburdening herself and this is a really big deal and this is a really important deal and I'm not laughing at it I'm actually so moved by it because this is what we need this kind of communication so yeah here we go sometimes okay. sometimes do you feel like the nail polish helps with that it helps in a way that I'm getting what I want. Right. And sometimes I just wish I was gone. Oh, Bertha. Seems to me that's just part of what your struggle in life is with, the trauma. And you need help with that. I don't have nobody there. They don't get the point that all this was to be I made. I like her mom. Better. 
was not trying to hear the real reasons. Have you considered seeing a counselor or psychologist to, to help with this? If I had the chance, I would. I just encourage you to don't give up. Take care of yourself and get some help. Talking to the doctor, it kind of got me thinking of what I might be doing to myself. Maybe by talking to someone that is not going to judge what I have to say. Maybe that way I feel better. So then we learn that she's still working on her addiction, which makes complete sense. Um, <clears throat> it took a long time for her to uh, develop that addiction, and it's not going to go away overnight, as my doctors all say. Um, but she started seeing a therapist shortly after the doctor's appointment. And I have to say, like, I think that doctor was the reason for that. I think because he maintained eye contact, he was never rude to her that we saw. He was never accusatory. He was actually like, hey... I think you're going through something. Do you think this is related? And sh that really made an impact for her. So I'm, I'm a fan of that. <laughs> I'm a fan of effective doctors. I'm a fan of people that are enlightened. Um, that make me that make me feel good. That made me feel, you know, just a lot better for Bertha. And that's the last that we get of Bertha. And then we get a little um, follow up with Jamie. Um, and so that's the last thing that I'll play. And then we'll kind of just chant and then we'll be done. <laughs> 32 year old Jamie has been addicted to digging in her ears for 23 years. After going to the doctor, Jamie's decided to see a therapist and find a way to quit before she loses her hearing and her fiance. So can you tell me what brings you here today? Um, I've been kind of struggling with uh, an addiction, digging in my ear since I was about nine years old. Okay, is there any worry that something bad will happen if you don't pick um, at your ears? No, it's, there's not really like a thought process there. I just always have to. It, sometimes it's just to relieve tension and I get the scab and I get it out. I get like a little rush and then it's like a letdown because then I have to wait for it to scab up again. It sounds to me like it's some type of impulse control disorder. The problem with impulse control disorders is that when you give in to the impulse, you reinforce that behavior. So, in fact, Jamie has rewired her brain to deal with any type of stress by picking. What kind of problems have you had from, from the picking? My fiancé, he's starting to have doubts about, you know, I love you, but I just don't want to deal with it anymore. So is he worth getting over this? Absolutely. I want to stop. <laughs> it's kind of become my worst enemy sounds like you're very motivated at this point so maybe a good idea to keep some type of behavioral or, or therapy log sounds um, great and, and then you can see your progress and analyze your behavior good so meeting much. you feel really hopeful that things are going to get better starting from today i'd like to show my fiance that i'm serious and that you know he is important i'm definitely looking forward to the future positive I feel like there's hope for me I just have to put the work in one of the tools the therapist told me was to make a list of every way my ear digging has affected my life and all the things that I've lost because of it and just to put it somewhere where I'll see it every day I'm looking
looking forward to get back to wedding planning, you know, start having better relationships with my friends and my family. I'm kind of excited for what the future holds. I really am. Let me get a blurb. She stopped digging her ears after therapy. Relationship with fiance is improving. Um, yeah, I kind of hope she finds a therapist who like does better than that because that therapist is giving her a lot of credit for just knowing that she has a problem. And that's an issue that I've run into a lot in the past, not anymore. Uh, therapists that I can now smart. Um, so I hope she's working with somebody that's like, I don't know, smarter than her, <laughs> I guess. She is pretty smart. Uh, I hope I hope things worked out for her. Um, you know, her fiance's pictured picture remained blurred, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Um, I have really high hopes for Bertha. Oh, sweet Bertha. You know, this could have been what changed everything for her. This could be what turned it around. And I, I certainly have high hopes for Jamie as well. She may not end up with that therapist. She may not end up with with that fiance but you know what i think she's gonna end up okay that's how i feel about jamie uh i tend to bond with these people that don't know me when i watch the shows about them uh um um, um can i say um more should i say um more <laughs> right uh that's funny um i'm sorry you guys i'm kind of losing steam losing it it's 5 30 i'm still trying to get over covid uh, but what I would love is if you would rate, review, subscribe, let me know what you think, tell your friends, be my friend. That'd be great. Okay. Uh, any questions, any comments, any requests, babes, just...